mermaid and the lion. Mermaid and the lion. We gonna head on back. We sure be sorry. We be free. free, free, free. Mr. Benny Dillard, ex-slave, age 70, Athens, Georgia. Benny's rocky little yard is gay with flowers, and a flourishing rose vine shades the small porch of the front of his ramshackle two-room cabin. The old Negro was busily engaged at washing his clothes. He is of medium size, darker than gingerbread in color and his clothing on this day consisted of a faded blue shirt, pants adorned with many patches and brogans. A frayed sun hat covered the gray hair that is, quote-unquote, getting mighty thin on the top of his head. Benny was singing as he worked, and his quavering old voice kept tune and rhythm to a remarkable degree as he carefully and distinctly pronounced, Jesus will fix it for you. Just let him have his way. He knows just how to do. Jesus will fix it for you. Almost in the same breath, he began another song. All my sisters gone, mammy and daddy too. Why would I be if I weren't for my Lord and master? About this time, he looked up and saw his visitor. Off came the old sun hat as he said, Excuse me, missy. I didn't know nobody was listening to them old songs. I love to sing them when I get lonesome and blue. But won't you come up on my porch and have a chair in the shade? There's a good breeze on that little porch. Having placed a chair for the visitor and made himself comfortable on a crude bench, Benny began his story. Missy, the good Lord gives and he takes away. And us old darkies is passing out of this world. That's why I was singing. One of my bestest friends done pass on to glory this very morning. <laughs> I knows I was gonna miss old Randall Clayton, cause both of us were no good, but for to set up and talk about old times. Tears rolled down his face as he told of his friend, and the visitor, fearful that he was too much overcome by grief to be able to give a good story, suggested that another engagement be made to record his reminiscences, but he objected. Lord and Missy, please don't go now, for the old times is on my mind today, and I would so love to talk about them now, if you don't mind. If I talks too much, just tell me, because I might have to do that one once I get started. Well, I'm all ears. My mammy and daddy, they weren't from this part of the country. My mammy said that not long after she got to America from a trip on the water that took near six months to make, they brought her from Virginia and sold her down here in Georgia when she was about 16 years old. The only name she had when she got to Georgia was Nancy. I don't know where my daddy come from. Him and mammy was both sold to Master Isaac Diller and he took him to live on this place in Elbert County. 
close to the place they calls Goose Pond. They lived at home on that big old plantation. By that I means, Massa Isaac grow everything needed to feed and clothe his folk, except for a little sugar, coffee, and salt they use. I don't remember so much about them times for the war, cause I wasn't but six years old when us made free. Telling the slaves they was free didn't make much difference in our place. Most of them stayed right on there and worked with old Massa just like they always done. That plantation was just like a little town. It was so big and it had everything else wanted and needed. What were your houses and life like on the plantation? Slaves lived in log cabins and had red mud dogs in the cracks, twisted logs. The roofs was made out of boards, but had so many cracks twisted them. After a few rains made them sink, us could lay in the bed and see the stars through them big old holes. Even if us did have leaky houses, folks didn't get sick half as much as they does now. Our homemade beds was made out of rough planks, nailed to high poles. Leastway, the poles was high for the headpieces and a little lower for the footpieces. For most of them beds, planks was nailed to the wall for a long side and there was two legs to make it stand straight up on the other side. They never see no middle springs them days, but just wove cords back and forth, up and down the cross, to lay the mattress on. I never seen no store-bought bed till after I was married. The fireplaces was a heap bigger than they has now. For all the cooking was done in open fireplaces then, Potatoes and corn was roasted in the ashes, and of course, the other vittles was boiled in the big old pots, but swung on cranes over the coals. They had long-handed frying pans and heavy iron skillets with big, thick, tight-fitting lids, and ovens all sizes to bake in. All of them things was used right there on the fireplace. There never was no better tasting something to eat than that cooked in them old things in the open fireplaces. You mentioned you were pretty young when you were still a slave. What was life like for children on the plantation? Children never had no work to do. They just ate and frolicked around, getting into everything they could find. They never got no licking lest they was mighty bad. Because our master said he wasn't going to leave no beating on his niggas. Said when he does his own self. And that was Paul for little. It seems like you remember your master pretty well. Tell me some of the things that come to mind when you think about him. Massa never liked to get up early himself in slavery time. So he had one man what got the niggas up out of bed so early that they don't eat breakfast and was in the field when daylight come. After the war was over and everybody was free, all them niggas used to just piddle and play around every morning whilst they was waiting for Massa to come. Them and the mules would be just a standing still, and when the word was passed that Massa had got up, all of them would start a wild rush, just a hollering there. Move back from here, yah, yah. Just like they had been working hard all morning. One day, Massa catch him at it, and he ain't say a word. <laughs> Took time to come pay off, and he took out for all the time they had lost. Serves them right. Speaking of honesty, what was church like after the war? After us got on churches, I still had to have white preachers for a long time, and then us was allowed to have colored preachers. 
when somebody wanted to join our church, us salmoned them. And if us didn't think they was done ready to be took into the church, they was told to wait and pray till they had seen the light. Anybody can join up with a church now, Missy. It ain't right the way they let them come in without examining them. The good Lord sure don't like the way of handling his church business. One of them candidates was a mean nigga, and our preacher and deacon wouldn't let him in our church. Then he went down to another church, told him he had talked with the Lord about how us wouldn't let him join up with us. And he lowed that Lord and said to him, That's all right. I'd have been trying to join up with that church for 15 years myself and can't get in. So you go on and join another church. That other church let that bad nigga in. And it wasn't long before they had to turn him out. Because he wasn't fitting to be in no church. Our preachers used to give us parables. One of them was like this. I seen good cotton growing in the grass. He explained that there was some good and there was some sinners. None of his parables was, if you can't keep up with the man at the foot, how's you gonna keep up with the high up folks? That means if you can't serve God here below, how's you gonna fit along with him if he gets to heaven? Our preachers told us to serve both our masters. The first master was God, he said, and the other one was our white master. What are your thoughts on our judicial system? Judges, lawyers, and things like that. I ain't never been inside no courtroom. Don't never expect to be there. Cause Missy, I don't mind nobody's business but my own. And that's all I can do. Indeed. Did you ever get married? Me and my guy run the way to get married. If you please, ma'am, come inside and look at her picture. The small room was tidy and clean. In one corner, a narrow single bed neatly made stood beneath the picture of Benny's wife, Mary. Ain't she a fine-looking gal? Well, she was just as good as she looks. I keep her picture hanging right over my bed so as I can look at her all the time. The picture showed a young woman dressed in white in the style of the period when tight waists and enormous puff sleeves were in vogue. An old washstand supporting a huge mirror, a smell table, evidently used as a dining table, two chairs, a small cupboard filled with dishes, and a small wood-burning stove completed the furnishings of this room. Back on the porch again, Benny resumed the story of his marriage. Her daddy wouldn't grieve for us to get married because he wanted her to stay and work for him. She wasn't but 17. My boss man let us his horse and buggy. Missy, that horse is what saved the day for us. When I got to where I was to meet her, I see her running down the road with her daddy after her, fast as he can go on foot. I snatched her up in that buggy, and it seemed like that horse knowed us was in a hurry, because he sure did run. Squire Jimmy married us, and when us got back to my boss man's house, her daddy had gone there and was raising Cain. Boss Stevens, he come out and told her daddy to get away from her and let us alone, because us was done married. There wasn't nothing could be done about it. Us had a hard time getting started housekeeping because my daddy couldn't help us none. Our bed was one of them made-up ones nailed to the side of the house. Us lived together for 43 years before the Lord took her home to heaven 15 years ago. Them 43 years was all happy. Since she'd been gone, 
That's mighty lonesome. But it won't be long till I see her. For I was ready to go whenever the good Lord calls me. Thank you for listening to Mind of a Slave. Please do not forget to tell your friends, rate five stars and leave a review, sign up for our text messages, and leave a donation to help the continuation of this project. Mr. Benny Dillard was played by Mr. Vincent Perez. The interviewer was played by Aaron, the voice artist. Thank you again, and each day, do what you can to break free of mental slavery.